So, you know, let's talk about it. I mean, I've lost 50 pounds, right? And we've discussed this. The keto diet. I've started a group called the Keto Dojo. It's on Facebook. Yes, it's on Facebook. I've said that before. Facebook is still around. But it's a place where you can go and uh, you can get great recipes. You can get um, great support. There's a lot of people on there that are doing the program. This way of eating, I guess you call it. Some people call it a diet. I don't know what you want to call it, but it's the Keto Dojo. And people are having great success. They're losing a lot of weight. They're getting healthy. They're getting their body back. They're getting their fitness back. They're getting their self-esteem back. And it's a place you should go to just get great support and have a good time. Do you ever forget that someone's birthday is coming up or maybe some family reunion or maybe you just want to get someone a a great gift? Well, don't worry. Go to CalebQuire.com. C-A-L-E-B-Q-U-I-R-E dot com. And I've got art prints, I've got stickers, I have pet portrait commissions, and I've got a whole array of beautiful bird paintings. Some are original, some are prints. You'll never know. Unless, you know, I write it in the description. So I guess you will know if you just look. But don't worry. Don't forget about the opportunity. Because you know what? I got your back. Kibquire.com. Decorate yourself! Welcome to Craft Conversations, where we craft a conversation. We talk a little bit about craft beer. We are your hosts, Brian Dales. And Caleb Choir. And on this episode, we have Anna Richards, or otherwise known as Alejandra. Did I say that right this time? I think so. Is that what she's actually otherwise known as? I think so. I don't know. Her Instagram handle is Anna Alejandra. I don't know. Or otherwise known as Beer Girl Meets World. That's her uh, handle on Instagram. This week we talked about uh, Daps, the breakfast place downtown. We talked about Freehouse Brewing, Lo-Fi Brewing, and most importantly, the Pink Boot Society. So enjoy this episode. This one, the episode, I don't, either of us don't really know you. No. Yeah, we've had people in that I knew and he didn't know, and he knew and I didn't know, but nobody, I don't think, has ever come in that we didn't know that neither one of us knew, right? No. I mean, I met Tyler, which is how we... Yeah. He referred us to you, and I met him for like Actually, a couple Actually, I breakfast with Joey this morning, too. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're well informed with everyone, then. Yeah. Have you watched any of the episodes or listened to anything? Or? Yeah, I listened to uh, listen to Tyler's. Yeah. <laughs> we had a good time with Tyler. Yeah. He's, he's a mile a minute. He is. He is. <laughs> he's high oh my gosh. <laughs> he's a good guy. Though. I know. How do you know Tyler? Uh, so I used to work at Southern Eagle, which distributes Highwire. Okay. So, and we just stayed friends. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing is you know normally we know something about the people that come in and we don't really know anything about you so it'd be interesting well, to. <laughs> to learn everything about you yeah um it's actually like perfect timing too because uh my friend of mine Lindsay, she is one of the newer brewers at westbrook and she and i are resurrecting the pink boot society chapter here in charleston so um okay. we just talked about it on sunday and signed up for everything today we need like five paying members in order to actually have a chapter but um and that so is exactly any- what 
Pink, uh, pink so Society, the Pink Group Society, it's a it's a nonprofit um, organization. It's international. I think there's about fifteen hundred members, maybe eighteen hundred members in the <clears> world, and um, kind of just brings awareness to women in the craft beer industry. They provide um, scholarships and encourage women oh. to kind of like further their knowledge in beer, more so in like the making of the beer aspect of it. So right. just trying to get women involved in the industry. Very cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, it's something I've wanted to do here for a while, and for some reason, I guess I thought there was a chapter, and whoever had it, it lapsed or something. So yeah, I think didn't tradesmen used to do something like that, like women of beer or something, or they yeah, they had a, there's a, a couple, women's group that came in and brewed with them, and there's a couple different organizations, but it's just it's cool to see because I follow I so I have like a beer Instagram and I follow a lot of like different breweries throughout the country and it's cool to see the pink boots do like collaborations with these bigger breweries and i haven't really seen it done here in charleston at least as long as i've been in the industry so we'd like to get something like a beer put out in time for charleston beer week so I'm trying to make it happen there's a lot of breweries to work with around here yeah exactly so there's plenty of opportunity not a shortage of people and between her and i and then this other girl sally who uh, works at frothy beard um we pretty much pretty much can have our pick of where we want to go i guess right so it's nice heck yeah and tell everybody who you are and what you do currently okay so um i actually my name is anna richards i have an instagram it's called beer girl meets world and um i run that just kind of trying to turn that into something a little bit more than what it is but i am and the event ambassador for charleston for brooklyn brewery um and i also help out wherever i can beer festivals if someone needs help in the brew house or canning i'll go lend a hand just kind of throw myself in every aspect of the industry well, what does that mean the thing that you're doing in brooklyn what does that mean event, uh, ambassador? event ambassador so we we have a pretty good presence here in charleston and i'll go out and sample products and kind of just like have events like we did a drag queen bingo at mellow mushroom one time and we did a really cool event um also drag queen but for uh, <laughs> um, charleston food and wine and we had our brewmaster garrett oliver come down and kind of do like a he did like a food and beer pairing course with some rare uh, Mm. ghost bottles it was pretty it was a good experience that was my first event working with them and so it was really nice to kind of meet and get to hang out with him off the rip because he's a pretty well respected person in the industry right how'd you get hooked up with him just through southern eagle uh just through knowing people know um so i used to i helped jason open the tap room at lo-fi and um he was good friends with lynn who is the sales rep for Brooklyn Brewery and she was looking to hire somebody in the winter and um, I was kind of trying to figure out what my next move was and it's I mean having a job with Brooklyn Brewery is pretty good so I yeah, went for it and cool. got it and it is it is part-time right now but I'm hoping it could like turn into something else whether it be with them or um, another brewery okay. but I'm learning a lot and it's, it's fun because I've just worked with local breweries a lot except for my experience in distribution so it's nice to work for a national brand Right. Kind of see how it works on a larger scale. <clears throat> so you've worked for Lo-Fi and Freehouse, I heard, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Freehouse. Just those two? Yep. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I was in, um, so I was actually in, how I got into beer was I started part-time, like, accounts payable at Southern Eagle, and really just was not a fan of sitting in a desk or Excel <laughs> at all, but I really, I got very interested in beer and was lucky enough to be able to kind of, like, sit in on some meetings and kind of, like, learn more about craft beer and, you know, the people behind it and decided to take a leap of faith and kind of jump out of that and get into the supplier side and been pretty happy it sounds fun just kind of be bopping around <laughs> that was great yeah. yeah i mean 
I'd like any one of those jobs. <laughs> working for the distributor, whichever. But Yeah, it definitely takes a little organization on my part to kind of just like make it all work. So I also do work at a restaurant downtown called Daps. Okay. Um, yeah, what is that? Oh, it's, this, it's this great breakfast place. Um, we do oh. breakfast all day. We're open till 10 at night, Wednesday through Saturday. And we've been hosting some like really great pop-ups there as well. And I've been lucky to be able to have, I feel like, a little bit of an influence on the beer selection there. So we've got some pretty killer beers. Awesome. So breakfast and beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> what's, yeah, what's better than that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I literally just had breakfast, which you smelled when you walked in. The bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you said all day long, so it's not a 24-hour joint. Though. No, it's not. So we open up, um, we're on uh, the west side of Charleston on Ashley, right above the Crosstown, okay. um, kind of down the street from Dell's. And so we open up at 8 a.m. We're open until 3, Sunday through Tuesday. And we're open until about 10 at night. We do a really great happy hour. Super fun. Walk there from the River Dogs games. Oh, nice little environment. So that's your main gig right now. Yes. Get down and check that out. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what it is, but breakfast anytime. I don't care if I just ate breakfast. I'll eat breakfast again. Yeah. I'll do it. It's so good. <clears throat> what's the main? Uh, what's the specialty? Um, so people, we do cereal pancakes. So we have like fruity pebble pancakes and apple jacks, where they take out a portion of the. Of the flour and use pulverized cereal and so it's like infused in the pancake and it's on top of the pancake it's great and then our cheese sauce you kind of just got to put it on everything <laughs> cheese sauce yeah on a pancake uh, no well actually oh. i did eat it on the pancake and it'd be good but i'm just saying the cheese sauce in general just okay. needs to go on everything on the menu i already yeah. tried it but yeah it's pretty already. it's a fun thing <laughs> no. we That's also good. do mimosas on tap um oh wow yeah so we have we get um we get the kegs and it's, we do Spanish white wine, a little bit of orange juice and orange bitters and then force carbonated ourselves so we can kind of control the bubbles and it's very tasty. I'm not usually a fan of mimosas just because of the sweetness of it, but we use the juice just for color and it's right. pretty great. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't think anyone has mimosas on tap. I had never heard of it, but I think, I think people need to put more, more stuff like that on tap. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little upset I've never been there. Like, what am I doing? Gotta go. Mimosas on tap. Yeah. What do you? We should get one up here. Get I was about to say, is your brain working? <laughs> just put one on tap here. Ooh, craft beer, but you know we have just mimosas on tap. Why would we have beer on tap? Right. It's crazy. Well, speaking of beer, let's, yeah, let's start off with one first. Yeah, I say we jump into it. All right. So we're gonna open one that uh, we provided here. Let yours chill a little bit longer. Yeah. You like uh, sours, hopefully. Right? I definitely do. Okay. So. This is a sour from uh, Low Tide Brewing Company here in town. It is Fairy Magic. And I'll just I read love a that name. Short description here. Uh, Low Tide Brewing Company. It's a sour ale, 6.8% ABV. Making sour beer with natural flavors is a lot like Fairy Magic. Uh, tiny unseen creatures cast their spells on, on fermentation to create their own magical world of possibilities. We as brewers do our best to entice these critters with an exceptional batch of delicious ingredients and pleasant conditions. These supernatural flavors blended with peaches, apricots, vanilla, extract, and dry hops all create a soothing flavor combination that enriches the soul, enjoys an accompaniment with uh, sweet and creamy hors d'oeuvres before a big night on the town. All right, so there are two things you said. It says a lot of stuff. First said hors d'oeuvres. Isn't it hors d'oeuvres? Odors. I mean, it depends where you're from, Odors. I guess. Odors. I don't know. <laughs> nice. I you, you said, you said oh, apricots, or is it apricots? Apricots. Does it matter? I apricots. guess it doesn't matter. Tomato, tomato. So anyway, 
Pecans, pecans. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Pecans. Anyway, no. Should we open it and drink it? Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know Low Tide was bottling. Yeah, they're um, cool. doing some cool things, and I, I think this is one of the best sours out there right now. To be honest. Yeah, I don't uh, think so. They're doing a good sour game. I don't think I tried this one sure. the other night. I'm pretty excited for that uh, sour fest at Revelry at the end of the month. Yeah, that's uh, the day before our festival. What? The 30th? Yeah. I'm out. So we're going to be kind of busy doing that. So. Yeah. But may try and slide out there. I don't know. What are the deets on that? Um, so if you it's, just, it, it's the, oh, what is it called? It's the fest. So it was the festival that they did to replace the one that a uh, wicked weed was doing. And last year it was at yeah, birds fly funk, south, I believe. Funk something. Yeah. How does it go? I'll give you a little bit more. Oh. The funk explosion. I don't know what it was called. Something. Uh, funk collective. That's what it is. That's what it is. Well, you want to cheers to something? Yeah. Sure. Let's yeah. cheers to, um, I don't know, all day breakfast. Oh, that <laughs> awesome. <laughs> cheers to that. Cheers. Oh, that's got a great smell. Super apricot on the nose. I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Kind of reminds me when you open up the, like, a bag of dried apricots and you just hit you like yeah, a wave. exactly what it is. Great sourness. I mean, it's not overly puckery sour, but I like it a lot. Who wow. did the label art on it? Who did? Yeah, it's really I pretty. Have no idea. I agree. Yeah. I it's somebody it's just a cool bottle in general. Yeah. Really. It's a good palette. The shape of the bottle. It looks like resin and paint drops. Have you seen that? Yes, it does. That's really neat. I've always wanted to try that. I like when they give it's all this like information that. on the back too. Highwire does that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, the one that uh, Tyler left us that um, that Fodor sour that he brought us. Mm -hmm. That was a cool bottle. Mm -hmm. Cool label, everything about it. They do some really good ones. I'm always happy when he brings me presents. <laughs> yeah, he brought us a lot of good beer. Yeah. That was a, that was a good uh, good visit. It was yeah. a good few days after that too. We had leftovers. Let's give us a good sign back here. That's right. Yeah. He did. It's nice to be a rep. Yeah. Get out all kind of cool stuff. Everybody, and I was wondering. Everybody's best friend. Do we know Joey? And I was like, what, I wonder what level of brewing you have, like a brewery level you have to be at to have use of a giant metal sign. Like Frothy probably doesn't have <clears throat> giant. I mean, anyone could use point of sale. That's it's just true. who's willing to buy it. Yeah. I just thought Stuff's it was, not cheap. That was weird. I never really thought about you know, running a, a brewery then having to think to yourself, like, oh, yeah, I should probably get metal signs to give to reps to pass around to people. Yeah. It's a strange thing. I thought. guess High Wire is distributed in a couple states. That's probably true. Get, probably get to that level outside yeah. of the local market. We well, said they're in Georgia, too, now, right? Are they North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they did, I think they did, like, a release in um, Atlanta earlier this year. Yeah. So how do you know Joey? Um, just through people in the industry, I think. I think, to be honest, we, like, followed each other on Instagram for a while, and then it was just, like, one day, like, oh, hey, we're meeting in person now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And you've done some brewing with them, I heard, or something? Yeah, yeah, I helped them out. I helped them out about um, two months ago. 
I'm in the brew house. I'd like to get back in there. I actually was in like an accident about a month ago and uh, broke my oh, arm. Wow. <laughs> I had to have some pretty oh, bad wow. surgery. So I can't use my arm right now. But once How it's healed. I um, I took a tumble in the bathroom one night. Just slipped, fell, <sighs> shattered my elbow, broke the humerus. Oh. Three days in MUSC. It was fun. Wow. It was a great time. Oh, I can feel fun. it. <laughs> Going through therapy now. Yeah, so therapy, I haven't. Or... Um, I haven't started that yet. Um, they're just waiting for my nerves to come back, I guess, which is like just a waiting game. So, but oh it's God. feeling better every day. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot of those. I used to work physical and occupational therapy in the Air Force for twenty plus years, and uh, saw a lot of injuries like that. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never broken a bone. I'd never had surgery. I'd never stayed overnight in the hospital or just killed it all with one stone. There you go. But yeah. uh. So yeah. they just cast it for a while? Did you so they didn't cast it. They or? just um, they did the surgery, and then I had this, because they used, like, screws and pins to kind of put everything back together. And yeah. because of that, I didn't have to have a cast. So just kind of, now I'm, like, moving it a little bit, but I can't bear much weight on it. Yeah. I'm now to the point where I can pour a beer with two hands, <laughs> but I cannot wow. hold that beer with the left hand. How long ago? Uh, this happened a little over a month ago. So it's healed up a lot. I know it's pretty pretty quick recovery for. I mean, I don't I don't know what that stuff is like, but yeah, I think I mean, it's it I think it's quicker this way than with a cast. Yeah, so yeah, that's good. I was happy the motion would be the hardest thing to get back. Yeah, so. and that's what it is. It's just like it's just trying to do it. Yeah. yeah. So where are you pouring beers at now? Besides mimosas and daps? Um, nowhere right now. I'll be. I've done a couple festivals. I did the Charleston Beer Garden, and I'll be at the Funk collective yeah um, yeah i'll actually be there pouring for d9 so nice yeah i do a little bit of work with them as well here where are those guys out at d9 they're um in cornelius north carolina so it's a little bit outside of charlotte okay and they they've got really great sour program i think um yeah some really unique ones with that sistema series but are they the ones that do the defined gravity yes that's what i thought that stuff is amazing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. D9, uh, the Moon series and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to see if this time. Yeah, and that's because sometimes with these with these sour beers, it's like I find that they're really low ABV, but they can really, they get them up there. The L1 gate is like 14%. Yeah. They had one of the one of the moons that we were pouring at the beer garden. It was like a, it was like a chocolate orange something that was like. 13%. <clears throat> and it was like we were down to our last keg, and I was like, we need to tell people. <laughs> this is because they've been drinking all day. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be taken lightly. Yeah, I know. That stuff is just. The L1 gate, as heavy as it is, it never gives you, like, if we have, like, an Imperial Stout, you can taste the booziness. But I didn't get any booziness from their heavy uh No, sours. the funk, like, hides it. Because oh. you really don't. Even with some of those barrel aged ones, it just kind of masks it. That's so good. It is. Fun collective. 40 plus breweries. It's like adult candy. <clears throat> it really is. That's... I remember the first time I had a sour beer. It was actually a Westbrook Goza, and I shotgunned it. I was at House of Bruce. <laughs> I fell in love instantly. I know. Everyone's like, how did you get onto sour beers from that? You chugged the whole thing. I shotgunned it. Oh, my God. I don't think I could do that yeah, with a Yeah, so it was a crazy friend of mine convinced me to do it, but, I mean, I was hooked. <laughs> yeah. Had some crazy heartburn the next that's, day, but hey, it's <laughs> still a solid beer. I mean, that's, it really uh, is stuck I mean, around forever. They revived. They feel like they did a played a big part in reviving the Gozas. Yeah, so. for sure. I right. had a chance to have the new one, the lemon cucumber. 
I have not either. Or did? Yeah, you said you it was refreshing. That, right? I said I didn't want it because it was a Goza. Was that last night? Yeah. We did taste that last night. I didn't taste it. We did not. We had the blackberry raspberry. Yeah. It was Edmonds O's. Caleb yeah. was drinking it. I just had I lunch there. Oh, I haven't even eaten there. Uh, well, it was I went there today because it was short grain and then the life raft treats, which I don't know if you've seen their ice creams. So I guess this girl, um, Cynthia, used to work at the Butcher and Bee. I don't know. This is just what I think I know from the internet. Right. But she does these crazy ice cream treats. One of them looks exactly like a fried chicken drumstick. Like she's got the bone in there and everything. And so I went there obviously to have short grain, but then I definitely got some dessert afterwards. What's short grain? Short grain. So they used to have a food truck and now they're like a pop up. Oh, it's a um yeah, Chwai and Corey ate really good food and so they're at Edmonds on Tuesdays. Okay. But yeah. So you said they're just a pop up now, they're not in a truck. Yeah, anymore? no, I think they're looking I don't think I think they sold their truck. They're looking to open brick and mortar. Um they did a pop up at Dabs a couple weeks ago, but it's some of the best food in town. It's like my whole reason for getting up in the morning is pretty much beer and like food. <laughs> so I'm oh, in the perfect gosh. town for it, I guess. Yeah, I think Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> I've only had them one time, and they were definitely great. It was at um, Revival one year. They were there. Yep. And it's first and only time I've had them, but they were great beer food. What sure. kind of food? Like, what did you go there for? Or is it literally just anything you get is amazing? Yeah. I, I mean, I've never had anything bad there. I had the, I'm going to butcher the saying, it's like Courage Dawn. So it's like a certain type of fried chicken with all these sort of great sauces and a rice bowl and... A friend I was with had some sort of like market fish bowl, and we didn't even ask what it was, which is very good. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, every they, they did um type stuff, but some like noodle, they did some noodles a couple weeks ago with um some pork. I mean, I don't even I don't yeah. I'm not I'm not that big of a foodie. I just really enjoy it, but they knock it out of the park every time for sure. That's one of my favorite things when you have a place that it's so good, no matter what they make, it doesn't matter. It's like, does make whatever you want. If it's new, you don't even have to tell me a special. Just bring so it up. We're lucky in Charleston with these pop-ups because then it's like, it's not, it's not so mundane as like going to the same place every time and getting the same thing because like these people are like gypsies popping up wherever they may be. Like pub <laughs> fair. I don't know if you guys have pub fair. No. Literally best burger I have ever had. Got to do it. Food suggestions. At, I got you. You know, we got an, uh, an event coming up July first, and so we're we're gonna do more events and stuff. So the more people we can get in with and know, food truck wise, it's gonna be better. So yeah. what's, what's it called? Pub? Pub, Pub Fair. Fair. You wrote it down? Yeah, I got notes that I can actually read. Man, I got it. Don't worry about it. I'll yeah, right. <laughs> you what's, know, and what's the ice cream truck again? Uh, life, life Raft Treats. Life Raft Treats. Speaking life. of raft, do you raft? Raft? Like white water rafting? I never have. It's oh. something I would definitely want to do, but I haven't. I bring it up a lot. We just got back from Tennessee with a buddy who's a Ooh, guide. Did you? I'm jealous. Yeah, it was amazing. It was the first time I'd ever gone rafting. Like the super, because I've heard it can be like, you know, like kind of like leisurely or super like intense. So which one was it? Yeah, depending a on the little bit, A little bit of both. There are several category fours. I think we went two or three on the first one. You got knocked out at one point. Yeah. I didn't help with that one. I kind of fell on top of you. Um, we almost flipped the whole boat. So it was a little bit of both. There was enough time for us to like coast and eddie out somewhere and drink some beer and then just get back in there before we had to hit another like crazy one yeah it was fun it was a good time yeah it was fantastic it was well worth it yeah 
we'll give you a card uh, for the buddy that we went with. If you're Where in Tennessee was it? Yeah. It's in Gatlinburg. Okay. Yeah. I love Gatlinburg. Yeah. I used to go there as a kid. And then I was so sad to see when those fires were there. Like, yeah. but I haven't been back since. <clears throat> but he does kind of an underground thing right now. So he's uh, doing his own rafting tours, trips for just donation only. Yeah. It's much better though. Yeah, so I'll give you a card. Yeah, you get to spend around some of your friends or whatever. Spread the word. This guy's up there doing a underground rafting that could totally. be one of the best times you'll ever have. His name's Slayton. Okay. Yeah. His episode came out today, so okay. If you're really that curious, <laughs> I'll have to listen to it. We right dive head. into how crazy it is because we went night rafting as well, and you can't even yeah. see. Yeah. It was that's that's terrifying. That'd be a thrill. Yeah, <laughs> for no, sure. It's one of the most intense things I've ever done outside. Yeah. It was really great. How do you, and, and that was, you know, like he said, he'd never even been rafted before. So that was the second time rafting. We did it at night, by the, literally by the light of the stars. Yeah, so. that's awesome. How do you two know each other? <sighs> kind of working person. together, just being around town, drinking beer at the same place so many times. Yeah. We used to work at Coastal Coffee Roasters here in town Okay. Uh, for many, many years. How many years? Five years? Uh, three or four. Yeah, so I used to go in there all the time. That's kind of how we first met, I think, was at the coffee shop. He'd serve me coffee, and I'd sit in there all day doing work or whatever. And, and then we just started hanging out, seeing each other at different places, drinking beer. Um, I knew his roommates at the time, too, Richard and Slayton. Yeah. Two roommates that he was living with, so just kind of just been hanging out for a while. And then we started saying, hey, we're out drinking beer all the time and having conversations <laughs> with people drinking you know, over a beer. Why not just start a show where we just sit around and talk and drink beer? That's awesome. How long have you been doing it? A couple months now. Yeah, I don't know. We we're only 17 episodes in as of today. Posting-wise, yeah, but we have over 20 or at least 20. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's so awesome. Twice a week. A couple months. Really cool setup. Well, Thanks. Yeah. It took a little while, but we're trying to find, a, like I said, a space outside of the house, a permanent storefront or whatever. But mm-hmm. Ain't quite happened yet, but there's it's looking promising. Maybe for I mean, a spot in town. Mark Marin's been doing his podcast for years, and it's still in a garage. Yeah, it's in his basement. Or something, right? <laughs> no, it's a garage. garage. Yeah. yeah, so it can be done. Yeah, all right. And it's then, like I said, we just put together our first uh, festival that's coming up in July. Yeah, so tell me about first. that. Um, I don't have a flyer up here. Well, there is kind of one over there, but it's just. Uh, Mostly, all the people that have been on the podcast, we've had a lot of musicians, we've had a lot of people from breweries, um, people in the beer industry, and we just decided, hey, we know a lot of people now um, that we can maybe set up an event, and we just kind of put it all together. And that piece of paper has changed a little bit. There's more people on there now. But yeah. So we took all the people that we've had on musician-wise and said, hey, would you like to get together and kind of do a little fundraiser for our podcast and help us get some more equipment and better equipment, things like that? <clears throat> Everybody we asked was on board and said, sure, we'll do it for uh, for free. So they got on board. So we got five bands, uh, Oak Road Brewing Company. I worked there. Uh, I poured beer over there. So I knew those guys. They were our first brewery on the podcast. So they said, sure, we'll donate beer to your cause as well. So they're going to be out there. Uh, Holy City, Frothy Beard is, is on board. And uh, Famulari's uh, brew pub awesome. out on James Island. So we're going to have four breweries. Grays of Somerville is doing the food for us. Uh, we now have King of Pops uh, pipes, Popsicle uh, cart or stand or truck or whatever. I think it's just a stand. Yeah, just a Popsicle yeah. stand. So they're going to come out there. It's family friendly. So people bring your dogs, bring your kids, whatever, and just hang out and have a good time. That's cool. 
Love anything dog friendly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually out. Uh, the backdrop of, of the stage is actually the Ashley River. That's why it's called Blackwater on the Ashley. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so it's a fantastic spot. Yeah, pretty excited. It's going to be good, as long as the weather holds up. It's going to be warm, but it's going to be good. It's to be expected. Yeah, it's and then oh my gosh, a friend of right. ours knows uh, this guy, Little Mikey, that uh, does parody songs on the Howard Stern show. So Oh, wow. He's actually going to be out there. We're going to talk to him a little bit. He's going to perform as well, so... That'll be cool. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think the best things, I don't know if you're this way. You probably actually could have helped us in the beginning with planning all of this. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite part of doing an event, because I did a music festival last year, is just the moment it kind of starts. It's finally all your planning is done, and you just have to write it out now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's just like building a like a some kind of vehicle to get down a mountain and once you jump on you're like oh fuck it let's see if we can make it down there yeah <laughs> so i'm very excited to get to that point where we just yeah to enjoy kind of it. yeah yeah i'm getting sure all the work together and the licensing and getting all coordinating all the pieces it's it's gonna be nice to get it over with for sure yeah yeah well, and then on to the next one hopefully come by i think i have like a friend in town that weekend bring well, them if i'm not Serving up the mimosas. Yeah. Even afterwards. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's pretty. Get off pretty early there. It's nice. Well, it, it'll be a long drive. I'm not going to lie to you. True. You're from here originally? I'm not. I'm from uh, out just north of Atlanta, Roswell. Okay. So I've been here about five and a half years. Nice. What brought you here? Uh, I really <clears throat> just wanted to live on the beach. Um, I didn't really know anyone here. I kind of wanted to throw myself in a situation where I was forced to like meet people that I hadn't known my whole life. And so I got a little room in a house on Owl Palms and worked at Morgan Creek and Wild Dunes, kind of like biked to work and beach bummed it. Yeah. <laughs> lived the, wow. lived the high life. <clears throat> so that's where you are now still? No, I, that, I was just there like two years and then the people that I'd found on Craigslist living in the house wanted to grow up and get married, you know, I wasn't quite ready. So I moved, um, I lived in Mount Pleasant for a while while I was working at Southern Eagle. And uh, now I live downtown okay. right off Rutledge. And I really like living downtown. Everything's just so walkable. Yeah, for sure. Big fan of not having to drive if I can oh, help it. Yeah. And I'm right there near like all the breweries. So yeah. it's pretty <clears> nice. That's one thing we haven't done yet is gotten down to the to the new district down there with you know Bunkle and yeah. Edmonds and all that. I've, I've been to the original restaurant Edmonds but not the the new brewery and beer exchange or whatever the thing is down yeah, there. Yeah, the brewery is super cool. That's what I, I heard like a lot. Just I don't know why we haven't gotten down there. Busy people. We we're planning an event. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, if you need me to make up excuses, I can do. All <laughs> day. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. We do need to get down there. Yeah. We need to get the taps. And have someone drive us so we don't drive back. True. They have these great things called Ubers. Yeah, Ubers. Yeah, but man, Uber all the way downtown, that's crazy. Yeah, it's probably 30 bucks. Dumber. Easily. It's, is it even worth it at that point when you can just no. get a family member to drive you? You get a bus. How long does that take? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> Do they have AC in the buses? <laughs> yeah, it'll take you all day to get down there. And yeah, then you got to be on the bus. Actually, that's not good. All right, so you're telling me just to quit bitching? Just pay for the right. Uber? <laughs> Suck it up. Right, just make I, a day out of it. I guess I can handle that. That's what I'm go saying. Out of there, yeah. Get out of there super early and just bounce around. Yeah. I just want to eat, though. I feel like I would just want to eat all day. Welcome to my life. Oh, 
this sounds so fun. <laughs> I love eating. I don't know. So what are your aspirations? I mean, what would you like to see yourself doing five, ten years from now? I mean, it's just something in the brewery. Yeah, I do. Industry. I definitely I definitely have a pretty passionate about the beer industry. I like I like brewing beer. I like learning about beer. The history, I think, is super interesting. The chemistry, that's kind of like how I realized it was more than just like a hobby is I got very interested in wanting to like learn again and read books other than like Harry Potter and stuff. So I, um, I picked <clears throat> up tasting beer and um, yeah, I just started reading through it and became super interested. I would like to, so my mother is from South America and like way down the line, maybe sort of near retiring age, I would like to open like a little brewery hostel down there because they don't have a very big craft beer scene and I don't I don't see it getting so big down there. Right. But but yeah, but here in terms of here I would just like to find a a brand or a company that I can like, you know, commit to and really help grow. So yeah. and you don't brew at all now, do you? Home brew or anything? No, I uh, I tried home brewing for a while, but it is a very messy operation when it's just one of you yeah. <laughs> in an apartment. If I had like a garage or something it'd be a different story, but for now, I'll just kind of stick to helping people on their brewing systems. <laughs> yeah, they can definitely get messy. Yeah. And you were telling me that yesterday? Yeah, a few couple boil overs. Yeah. It's not something you want to do in the house. No, really. yeah, the boil over. Yeah. That would be the mess. <laughs> Outside is definitely better. I've got no experience with that at all. I'm just pure drinking. I mean, I've always wanted to try brewing, though. We're getting ready to give you some. What? When we do that saison. Oh, yeah. There we go. I was like, what, are you, try it? what are you talking about? It's going to try dive right. into the brewing? Yeah, I hope. I mean, it's, yeah. it's beneficial. I feel like if you can get through it and you have your own beer to drink. Oh, it definitely is. Like, oh, right. I, yeah. I've been doing it since 2005-ish, I guess. But I just now recently just started picking it back up. I took a break for a while. Actually, I gave my kit to uh, my younger brother when I was out in Vegas, so I didn't have a kit for a while. So I got here and bought me a new kit, and I've done two beers so far. What okay. have you done? Uh, the two I've done here since I started again it was uh, an uh, IPA a New England style IPA and then uh, a toasted coconut imperial stout nice we still have what are we at like six left yeah yeah man that's good it's really good it's awesome and then we're getting ready to do a saison and uh, show him for the first time how to do it yay show him the ropes get your hands dirty a buddy of mine got a townhouse in Nexton and it comes with you can barely even call it a garage actually you can barely even call it a shed it's very tiny mm-hmm. but there's like just enough space to put like a setup of something because he doesn't mow his lawn or anything it's kind of part of owning the townhouses the area kind of maintains your land Yeah. so you don't need to store anything in there except for extra stuff and it's one of those situations where you buy a house for the first time, so you don't have extra stuff to put in your house. So I've been trying to convince them <laughs> for us to maybe collaborate and build our own tiny little system in his almost shed. Almost shed. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. Let's jump into it, man. Let's yeah, brew. Get him going on that. So I can force him to do more. I'm going to look up this uh, DAS real quick. I don't know why, but I'm really interested in this, this restaurant. For it's so reason. good. And then if you if you look at the pictures on social media, it's all over. <laughs> it's so oh, good. Um, Do you ever make it up to Somerville? I don't. I don't blame you. I feel like... <laughs> I don't. When I was working at Lo-Fi, I had to go to like the Lee Warehouse a couple times, which is around here somewhere. And I, uh, I also pick up shifts on a 
food truck, a taco truck, Samia. We mm. did a Spoleto event up around here somewhere a couple weeks ago, but got rained out halfway through. Go figure. I didn't quite know where I was. So. <laughs> well, I feel like the reason I said is like once you pass like North Charleston, or even if you get to North Charleston, the percentage of people coming back towards Somerville is <laughs> slim to none. Yeah. So mostly Somerville stays in Somerville. That's just kind of how it works. I know. I've never gotten the opportunity to go to Oak Road just because it's like so far up here. Well, their <clears throat> third year anniversary is this upcoming Saturday. Yeah, this week. 23rd. By the time this episode comes out, it's too late. You all missed it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the uh, third anniversary. So the 20s starts on Friday, actually. The 20, they start a whole weekend. They're doing all kinds of events, um, music, different beers, you know, just for the anniversary. They got the World Cup of beers going on right now. A bunch of beers they did for the all the World Cup uh, teams that are in the soccer World Cup. They did a, a beer for every team? Yeah, every no team way. was in it. And they used... Um, an ingredient from you know that location to kind of put in that beer for oh, that I team. Oh, I love that. I'm like a super World Cup fanatic. Oh yeah. I didn't know they did. Well, that's specific. That's cool. That is yeah. really cool. And they, they have the games on every day in there. You know, whenever the game comes, yeah. so they're big soccer fans. Don't oh, watch yeah. soccer they do it every year. Do we? Do I watch it? No, but I enjoy it. I used to play FIFA. When okay. I, when yeah. I lived with those people. I mean, anyone who's played FIFA can love soccer. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's so difficult. Like, I've tried to play soccer when I was younger, and it just... I see, I think FIFA's difficult. Oh, it <laughs> it's is. It's like so much, like, movement with your hands. I'm not good. Just, Don't yeah, get there's me wrong. no way I can do it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, it's one of the hardest <laughs> ones, like, athletic-wise. Just the amount of running that you'd... Oh, my gosh. Oh, I, I know. Vomit. It's so funny because, like, Americans are like, oh, they don't score enough. It's so boring. I'm like, they are running up and down that field, like, average of 20 miles a game, I'm sure. It's yeah. just... It's crazy. I was watching the Columbia game this morning, and they got a red card two minutes in, so they had to play down a man. And it's just... You could just see how fatigued they were by the end of 90 minutes because they had to make up for, like, one guy not being on the oh, man. pitch. It was... Yeah. And it's very improbable. It's not just running up and down a field and kicking the ball. I mean, it's... It's like a chess match. It really you know, is. Where you're trying to, to get that ball to a certain spot. You got to go here, 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 over here, yeah. back here. I mean, it's more backwards movement of the ball than there is forward movement a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Just trying to set it up and get it in the right spot. But It's so it. satisfying when like your team scores because it's so much work just to get that goal in there. That's, exactly. Yeah. That's good. The celebration is just crazy. Yeah. It's just making them <laughs> Yeah, someone told me. Someone told me that I guess the they had recorded seismic activity after Mexico scored that one goal. <laughs> and I believe it. I guess from everyone jumping up and down, you yeah. know, like they were super pumped. That was a huge upset. I haven't watched any of the games. I watched a few of them. Watched I'm just never around a TV really, but same. We don't have cable here, so yeah, I don't have cable. <laughs> I just so it's if I'm out somewhere and I catch on the TV. Bar. <laughs> yeah. I guess we could always go to Oak Road. Yeah, it'll definitely we, be on there. Yeah, we know that for a fact. <laughs> yeah. They have coffee and tea down here, too. Adapts. Yeah, so we uh, our coffee program is done by Second State, a.k.a. Black Tap. Um, nice. I love Black Tap. So good. It's my favorite coffee place to go to down there. Yeah, it really is. And then uh, Brown's Court Bakery does our like hamburger buns, English muffins, cinnamon rolls, so... Nice. Definitely use a lot of local people. Yeah, cinnamon rolls. Yeah, cold brew. They're insane. Mm, that sounds so good. Yeah, we've got some coffee. So we've got a beer and wine and then amaro. So we do like low ABV coffee cocktails. Pretty interesting. It's fun to play around with those. We're going to turn this into a food podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So do you have like a 
We're going back to Debs. Do you have a specific <laughs> dish that you like to eat the most? Like your go-to, your favorite, no matter what? No. Oh. I don't. I would say it's probably one of the hashes, but I usually just create it myself. So right now we have one. It's called the special number two. And so it's like waffle style, waffle house style hash browns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this one particular one is the hash browns with English peas, caramelized shallots, ricotta. And then I add sausage, which we get from Tank at Holy City Hog. So it's local. And then uh, over medium egg. And it just, it's great. Sometimes, if I'm feeling crazy, I'll have the cheese sauce, but the ricotta is usually just enough for me. <laughs> that sounds so good. Yeah. Oh, man, that sounds that fantastic. Good. Are you looking at pictures right now? No, no pictures yet. Just looking at the menu. No. But I will. I'll look at pictures. I don't think we need to go down that rabbit hole. No. I've already, I feel like we already backtracked. Keep thinking about it. I just ate before you got here. That's crazy. <laughs> the house smells like bacon. Yeah. You still want breakfast. Maybe know. that's the issue, so Probably. it still smells like bacon. I made four slices. That's never enough. Never. Never. You gotta make at least half a pound. <laughs> half a. I mean, I don't. I don't think that's that much. <laughs> is it not? How much is half a pound of bacon? It's enough for me to eat. Pound, right? yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, pound, yeah, half a package. It's not that much. Oh, it's not. No. I guess you're right. Okay. I'm like, you make me feel like I'm eating too much bacon. <laughs> well, I, I thought about it. I'm like, I don't know the measurement at all. Yeah. Distance and math is just not my thing. I'm just not a math person. And that was math to me. How many bacons equal half a pound? I guess I've cooked enough (laughs) recipes to know that a pound is a full package. There you go. See, I also don't cook that much. You cook bacon. I did. Not very well, (laughs) mind you. I also burned the bacon. Ooh. Yeah. Which is almost impossible unless you just don't pay attention. (laughs) True. It's a cool looking place, though. It's like an old house, right? Daps. I keep going back to Daps. So I feel like it was a convenience store. Yeah, and, and then like it was like run down. And it was run down for a while, and there was nothing there. And uh, yeah, Nick exactly and Jeremiah, the owners, just kind of like did everything themselves inside, built all the tables and the bar. That's badass. Yeah. Right Which on. One? Jeez, man. We need to get you some food. We do. I haven't eaten all day. And Ma- coffee. That's it. Made a mistake. I tried to to prepare, but I failed. Well, I mean, it's your fault, really. You came in talking about delicious foods. I know. I'm sorry. I've eaten very well today. It's, not, <laughs> it's only halfway through the day. <laughs> There's so much more opportunity for more eating. And so, exactly. That's uh, a good time. Yeah, for sure. What else do you do in your spare time? I mean, we talked about rafting. You don't raft, I guess, but paddle boarding, kayaking. I mean, you said you wanted to live close to the water, so do you do anything with the water sports? Yeah, no, I don't do water sports, unfortunately. I did, like, attempt all of them when I first moved in here, and, like, while I appreciate <clears> them... I'd just rather relax. I do like pad- <laughs> I do like paddle boarding, but um, I ride horses. Okay. Um, hmm. uh, yeah, there's a couple horses out in Ondop. My roommate has some, so I do that. Not competitively or anything, but right. I used to when I was younger and just kind of do it for leisure now. Okay. So I really like that. And I just I have a dog. We do a lot of fun activities together. Just kind of like run around town, like taking places. You said pit bull. Uh, so he's an American. I don't know what he is. He's an American bulldog, I think, because he's way bigger than a pit bull is supposed to be. He's about a hundred pounds, but wow. he's just he's a little cutie pie. <laughs> I actually got him at a beer event when I was working for Southern Eagle. That sounds interesting. How yeah. that happened? Um, 
I showed up, I think it was like a New Belgium event at Smoky Oak, and I was there just like helping set up, and I see this magnificent creature get out of the car, and I was like, oh my gosh, who is this? And they're like, he's up for adoption, his name's Chewbacca, and I was like, where are the papers? I got it! <laughs> um, yeah, and, I, and he was he was fully grown, so he was a pretty big dog, and everybody that I knew was like, this is a huge mistake, like, you do not need to be getting this dog, and I was like, well, it's happening. I'm too late! Yep, love of my life, love that little guy. Yeah, uh, it was nice when I was working at uh, Lo-Fi and Freehouse. I was able to like bring him, weather permitting. Kind of got too hot in the summer, but right. he got to know a lot of people around town. So yeah, I feel like I maybe saw you at Freehouse. I don't go to Freehouse very often, but you look familiar. I feel like I've seen you around town somewhere before. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't been to Lo-Fi, so I wasn't there. So there's a girl with weird <clears throat> hair pouring beer. It's probably me. Yeah. <laughs> have you always had multicolored hair? Uh, I have for a few years now. Um, I kind of just switched through the colors. They fall out and I get new ones. The <laughs> <laughs> phone's freaking out over here. Chill out. Yeah. I mean, to put that in perspective, I think Leia is 50 pounds. So oh, my God. Yeah, she's a little what? nugget. That's a huge dog. Yeah. Well, that's a monster. Oh, he's a monster. <laughs> you he's said he, little guy a minute ago. I guess. I yeah, he's my little so. guy. I know. And he's, I mean, he thinks he's a baby. Like, he's, like, such a cuddle monster. He just wants to get in your lap and... For a lot of big dogs, he weighs nothing. Yeah, they're all big babies. Yeah, yeah. That's the little dogs, they're the ferocious ones, trying to bite your ankles and whatever. But the big dogs are just usually the big sweeties, uh, for the most part. There's some of them that eat your face off. Too. So you have horses. You ride horses in Allen Dog. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Allen Dog Green? I have. Um, I used to go back when I lived in Alpine Palms. It was a little bit closer. I used to go a lot. Yeah, I like that's that. really, it's a really cool little venue out there. Just started going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First time. Last week? Yeah, last Wednesday. Yeah. First well, the week. first time yeah, I went. Yeah, some good music there, too, as well. I got real messed up and passed out. Got In tickled awake. <laughs> no, I have buddies, uh, okay. friends that let us set up a tent uh, <laughs> in the little compound area mm-hmm. next door. And they didn't want me to go to sleep. It was really early after all the music ended. And I was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm giving up. And they tried tickling me to wake up, and it didn't work. And I have to take my afternoon siesta, or I am just... I'm not doing anything at night. Yeah. I just, I am, my mother's from, she's from Colombia, so I'm half Colombian, and they're big proponents of, like, the afternoon siesta, and yeah. I definitely got that from her side of the family, because if I don't, then I'm not, I'll have my dinner and go straight to bed. There's no, no waking me up to go rally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely felt it in my older age. Yeah. I mean, I've never been a nap guy. No. You also st- Stay up super late and wake up super yeah, late. Yeah, I just get all my sleep at one time. Yeah. Just, once I'm up, I'm up. It takes a while to get me up, but once I'm up. I love a good nap. Big fan. I'm not saying I don't like it, but I think it makes me feel groggier for some reason. You got to do it right, man. You got to practice more often. I mean, it's like the best for like the beer naps. It's like you have a couple of beers with lunch, then you go home, take like an hour and a half, two hours, and by the time you wake up, you're like all refreshed again. It's like a whole new day. I was thinking 20 minutes. Uh, I like the long, I like the long naps. 20 minutes is a little short for me. I will definitely get groggy. Maybe, <laughs> I need to carve out like an hour. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I'm, I think I'm going too long, and then yeah. I just I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm just out. I'll just stay asleep for the rest of the day. Never been a big fan. I don't know. I mean, afternoon naps, I feel like totally take over me sometimes. Even if I have work to do. Just, you can feel yourself like bobbing. You're like, no. I've like gotten up and ran around the house before just to wake back up. <laughs> That's madness. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you got work to do. You gotta you gotta stay awake. So. True. How'd you get into horses? 
I mean, you just had a friend that you said? Well, uh, yeah, my, so my, um, I rode, like, growing up. I did competitions and stuff, and then I hadn't oh, okay. ridden for, like, 10 years. I rode a little bit, like, in Atlanta before I moved here, but just, like, kind of helping out at Barnes, and I hadn't ridden here for, like, four years, and when I met my roommate, one of the things we had in common was that we both rode horses, and so through her, I was able to... There's a, the farm she keeps hers at, they take in a lot of rescues that otherwise would go to slaughter. Ooh. And um, hmm. so instead we kind of like rehabilitate them and make them. So they're like just not useful anymore, like old racehorses? Well, they're something? like, or... I mean, they're not useful, but we rehabilitate them and then they become great oh, yeah. lesson ponies for, yeah, for useful, kids. They weren't useful for whatever they were being used for. Exactly. So or just like bad owners or whatever. It's sad, but it's fun working with them because growing up I was riding horses that were like a little bit nicer and it wasn't they weren't very unpredictable and these horses like they've had hard lives and you never know when they're going to freak out and what they're going to freak out over so it's kind of good to have like somebody that knows what they're doing on them yeah we say competitions what what type of competitions i did like i did hunter jumper so just jumping fences really okay with the the hats and the tight pants and the shoes in the Olympics, the, right. the little princess sport. But that's interesting. I've never really yeah. been a big horse fan. Fuck me either, man. I feel right. like you're either terrified of them or you love them. I know a lot um, of people that are terrified. I'm just, I don't know if I was really terrified of them, but I had uh, some aunts and uncles up in around the Columbia area that uh, had a farm up there. Well, they still do actually, but. I used to go when I was younger, and we'd ride around a little bit around their farm. But I just never got into it. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I don't. I won't walk up to a horse. Fuck that shit. They're just those really? gentle giants. Like I have goosebumps thinking about it. Very into gentle it. giants. <laughs> really? There's their eyes. They just know more than they let on. Like, <laughs> you guys are running this planet somehow. Yeah. I'm waiting for, just to hear you start talking or something. It is kind of menacing though when you walk up to them. The no, I wouldn't say menacing. They just seem. Well, you can't walk up to them dead on because they can't see you. You have to come from one side or the other because they have like a big blind spot in the middle of their face because their oh, really? eyes are on the opposite. Yeah, I guess a lot of people don't know that. That's a huge flaw. <laughs> I mean, it makes think. sense. Well, yeah, it's a flaw, but it's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of changes things. So when they things. put those blinders on them downtown, that's even worse then, right? I mean, well, that's, I know they're yeah. doing that to keep them from freaking out yeah. from the side. But yeah, because they can they move see. and you can also tell with their ears which direction they're looking for the most part. Whoa, that's cool. Whichever way their ears pointed is kind of <laughs> where their eyes are looking at. Yes, yeah, I don't want to. I don't know. Still don't want to get near him. <laughs> no, don't want to go make friends, have a beer. <laughs> I mean, maybe if it was like Bo, not even Bojack Horseman. He's just super depressing. I don't know. Hang out with him. <laughs> Sad guy. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't get into. Maybe if I actually spent time with a horse, I'd, I'd get over this weird preconceived notion of horses. I've never really spent so any time. Just come out to the bar and volunteer. We could always use a. Yeah, I don't know about that. Fence painter, or yeah. a stall mucker. Just slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Get ahead of myself. That's not what she meant by painting fences. Just paint the fence, up and down. So where's this place? You said it's out. In Onondaga, yeah, off uh, Steed Creek Road. Okay. You know where like the outdoor shooting range is? No. Well, there is one out there, and it is off that same road. Hmm. Now that I That's would an go outdoor do. shooting range. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'd like to actually find that. Yeah. Yeah. That's more indoor. We went out to my dad's hunting club, but it's a private hunting club that does us no good. Sounds fancy. Yeah, maybe before the <laughs> land was sold and they're turning it into a shopping center for all the new homes opening up down 17. Exactly 17 or 61? I think it's 61. 
Not sure. Yeah, I agree. More concrete. That's what it's gonna be. There's like a nice cabin out there and everything, and you just there's devastation of trees everywhere. Just like what in the world? Like this is the hunting club you go to? And I was like, it was. Like what happened to all the animals? They just ran away. All super crowded and really small amount of woods now. Also, people can go buy Target shoes. I picked a bad one because I love Target. I can't go to Target. <laughs> I'd... On a mission, maybe. What, I mean, who actually gets the mission done at Target? <laughs> I just end up walking around. And they just leave with nothing. Nothing? <clears throat> how do you do Most that? You're a rare person. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how anyone goes in there leaves with nothing. End, sometimes I just end up over there and I just like, oh, I'll go into Target for a minute. And then I walk out for there was nothing. I have a note in my book, actually. We were talking about this once before. And I said, you don't ever go to Target because you need stuff. You go because you want stuff. So you end up getting all the shit you never needed. Not me. I always feel so satisfied when I leave, though. I'm like, I have so many things right now. <laughs> <laughs> you want to grab one of those other beers? Oh, yeah. I guess I could do some work. I mean, normally we keep them over here, but... I believe this one is going to be cool. I know you don't have space for it, but you ever thought about getting your own horse? Um, if I had the financial means, I would totally do it. Yeah. But um, it's a very it's a very expensive hobby. Oh, this looks I'm sure. Great. I mean, I can I, you know I know how much it costs just to feed a dog. Yeah. Once once I horse. grew up and realized how expensive everything was, I went to my parents and I was like, "Thank you very <laughs> much for paying that small fortune when I was a bratty little child, just right. so I can ride my horse." You know. Life is. So much more expensive than you think it is growing up. Yeah. It really is. Oh my god, what in the world did you put up with my wife? I know, and then I'm just like, oh, the things I complained about when I was a kid and I didn't realize what were being done. I mean, then you get parents that still help out. What in the world am I caught up on over here? I don't know. I don't even know what this beer is. Can you tell me what this beer is? It's a double dry hop India pillow. Yeah, but where's it from? I can't even see. Civil Society Brewing Company. Civil Yeah. So one of the perks of my Instagram is that I get really cool people that either bring me or send me beer. What? And so, um, yeah, this was something that Nick, one of the bartenders at Edmund's Oast Brewery, brought me. I'm not quite sure from where. That's probably like the that's probably the reason my Instagram keeps going. Yeah, <laughs> Jupiter, Florida. How many followers do you have on there? I didn't really look. You know what? I don't even know if that's the one he brought me. How many do you... Uh, I don't... Somewhere around 6,000. It's not even, like, really that many. It's enough to get beer. Yeah, it's enough to get beer. That's what we're working for. Yeah, and I just, like... Yeah, and that's my goal. favorite thing is to just be able to taste things that I normally couldn't get here. Um, Although, I will say there's a lot of awesome people that we've had on the podcast, like you, that have brought really cool things. So, in a sense, I guess... That is what I love about, like, the beer industry. I think that's different than every other industry is that, like... There's not that much competition. Like, everyone just kind of, like, wants to work together and be friends and, like, share cool beers. And I don't know. It's just a... It's a very, like, community-based community, if that makes any sense at all. Agreed. Right. There's really no description on here, so it just says it's an IPA. Double try out. That's all we got. Short and sweet. Yeah. This is good. And for some reason, the, uh, the top is not open. Yep. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, thank you for bringing this. Appreciate yeah. it. Beer's worth a share, right? 
That's a good color. <clears throat> Cloudy. That's my favorite. Is that your favorite style? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess right now. I hate that. I hate when people ask me that question, so I hate that I just asked you that. But yeah. What? No, I don't question. think it's a bad no, question. What's favorite style of beer? Really? Mine changes. I know. Steve, <laughs> I was trying to get ahead of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just have such a special place in my heart for almost all of them. Yeah. I've definitely yeah, had beers that I don't like. Definitely. I can't really. I mean, probably if I had a go-to, I guess my go-to would be an IPA, just in general. But I like all styles for sure. I read a really funny quote the other day yeah. that um, IPAs are like the pumpkin spice lattes for men. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is absolutely true. It is. It's like the basic. They're the basic, everywhere. Basic boy beers. <laughs> like if you go to any like bottle place or. or like grocery store that would have a lot of options most of what you're going to see up there is some kind of variation of an ipa oh yeah i know everyone's <clears> into <throat> the new england style haze bombs juice bombs but you know it's, it's funny you say it. that because i said i work at oak road brewing company and people come in and say oh it's my first time in here and i'll say okay what kind of beer do you like i just don't like ipas is what is almost 90 percent of the answer that i get I don't like bitter i don't like ipas yeah well a lot of people think that all ipas are bitter right and that's i kind of like I do. I really miss pouring beer as my main job um, because I do kind of think that I have a knack for getting people to try a beer that they normally wouldn't and actually really enjoying it. Right. Um, and I, like I feel like, challenge as well. Yeah, I feel like I will have made it once I can find a beer that my mom will actually drink because she hates beer. She hates all kinds of beers. Yeah. And I'm, again, <clears throat> convinced it's because she grew up in South America where, like, they don't even know what good beer is. Right. So... One day I'll find her something that she likes. <laughs> right. I can't... Well, she doesn't like carbonation. She doesn't say, like the taste of beers. I won't say I can't no. stand the people, but <laughs> I don't like people that say I don't like beer. Yeah. I mean, Caleb and I have talked about this. Caleb Taylor, that he just hasn't found a beer that you like yet. Yeah, he made it out there for everybody. It's just false. I agree. <laughs> it's just... It's so diverse. It's That was one of the things that attracted me to it is just what all you can do with beer. Like, my parents are big wine people, and so I really... I never really... <laughs> grew up drinking beer which sounds bad to say but everyone you know has takes something from their parents stash in high school and there was never really beer there to take so yeah. i was drinking wine that apparently was way too expensive for me to be drinking but i thought it was just <laughs> i didn't know what it was <laughs> yeah. see, my house was liquor so I, I, there was no beer or wine in the house it was all liquor so my house was nothing there was nothing <laughs> yeah well, you said yeah you didn't start drinking until you were 21 right or something yeah i didn't even have alcohol on my 21st birthday yeah that's crazy. It is crazy. And, uh, <laughs> I was drinking like 12, 13. I don't know, but I really appreciate wine. I'd like to learn more. <clears throat> I'm going to Napa in November for my mother's birthday with my family. And I'm, nice. I'm excited to kind of um, immerse myself in that. And working at DAPS is really nice because I'm trying to like expand my knowledge on Amaros and wines and rosés and... Stuff yeah, that so I don't necessarily know about because I do, I finally feel like I've gotten my palate for beer, but it's just, you know, it's all very different. Yeah, because uh, on their menu, it was, um, what was I looking at earlier? Breakfast wines? Yeah, the breakfast wines. Yeah. What's, what's that all about? 
just, so just, just what, wines for breakfast. Yeah, so they went to all of their friends um, in like the wine business around town, and they're like, "Hey, give us a wine that pairs well with breakfast," and that's kind of how our wine list came mean, to be. Excellent. I mean, it's all day breakfast, <clears throat> so that kind of goes in hand. You haven't even tried your beer yet. No, I have. I've tasted it. It's good. It's very good. Okay. Just haven't talked about. It. We've been talking about other stuff, but. I guess. I don't know. I thought this was delicious. I want to talk about it. Talk Go ahead. It. Talk about it. Well, now I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Um, I mean, it's pretty much spot on with everything everybody else is doing around here, really. I mean, that, this is out of Florida, but I'm talking here in town as far as fermentary. And, uh, um, it's got a different... Common house. It's got uh, a different... It's There's something unique. There's this is something not, different. Yeah, I it disagree with like what you said. Or something, you yeah. said you couldn't find any information on it? No, not really. Weird. I don't taste lactose. It's a mystery beer. You don't take lact- lact- taste lactose? Mm-mm. Yeah, normally there's a, something you can scan, but there's not even a label on there. Or a barcode, I mean. I can't pin it. I was hoping someone would... Well, let me take another look here. Let's see. But it's something I've, I've had, I've eaten before, or I've smelled or tasted before. But I cannot for the life of me figure out what that flavor is. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of IPAs on here. When I typed in double dry, it gave me two options. I found it. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. It's called camo. Did you miss that part? I did. Double dry hopped camo, probably because it was camouflaged. Oh, I get it. In his defense, he is colorblind. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, uh, it it's double dry hopped with mosaic and lemon drop hops. That's what I, I just mm. found it. You're a little bit ahead of me, but I found it. <laughs> Good but job, yeah, that's buddy. all it says. Lemon, lemon drop. drop. Is that hops. what it is? I don't candy? think I've ever heard of lemon drop hops. I don't think I have either. So many hops out there. 8.5% mm. ABV. That's average rating of 4.2. That's good. It's I don't know how you get an average rating of 4.2. How does that work out? 4.22. Because they go in quarters on untapped. How does that how does that math work out? I don't I, don't I have know. such a thing against untapped. I always have. I think I like opened an account once and I'm just like so against it. Yeah. I wish there was something else. See? We're, I will uh, tell you why though. We're trying to make something else. It was um we're working we're on it. About it. Yeah. This was like, I don't know, like two or three Charles and Beer weeks ago, years ago. I went to I can't even remember what it was because the whole experience was so aggravating for me, but I went to uh a beer dinner at some restaurant it was sour beers and i didn't know anyone that was going but i figured like oh i like beer these people clearly will like beer like i'll make some friends this will be fun and i went and it's all of these nerds there on their <laughs> phones and they're all on untapped and i said something i was like huh. i was a like, good conversation we're having they're like he 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 and then just kept looking down <laughs> and i was like dude like i just want to like meet some cool people yeah you know that like this beer as much as i do and yeah. i came out of there with zero friends so dang and I blame that on Untapped, and maybe that's unfair, it but it's also like. like oh, I agree. People, no, anytime you go to a festival, yeah. Yeah, you go to a festival, or I'd be like sitting at the bar having a good conversation with someone, and someone's like asking me questions, like, I can't find this beer on Untapped. And I'm like, probably because I just mixed it for you. Like, it doesn't exist. Yeah. So I just, I think it, I think it kind of <laughs> takes away a little bit of the like, let's talk about craft beer with an actual human instead of all of these people on the internet. Yeah. I don't Solid know. Point. And I mean, there are like obviously good things about Untapped, like being able to kind of keep track of 
what you're drinking and that's how this whole like Instagram of mine started was so I could keep track of what I was drinking but now it's just if I were to put a picture up of every time I drink a different beer my mom would yeah, be really concerned like with my my beer intake more so than she already is I think the same thing a lot of times I mean just doing untapped or we, we have a group on Facebook called drink a different beer every day that we post pictures to and stuff and, I love that uh, it's kind of a closed group um, that you have to be invited to but yeah people start seeing that and they're like man you drink a lot of beer but you don't always check in. You might just take a sip of something. Yeah. But people are thinking you're drinking, you know, 16 ounce beers every time you check in a beer. But yeah, and that's the thing. Like I've just I've just started now going to like beer shares. Like I found like a cool little group of people here in Charleston that aren't like so like, you know, crazy. Because for a while, like I didn't really know what I was doing. And I reach out to people on Instagram. And I'm like, hey, I really want to try this beer. It's in your area. Do you want to like do a trade? And like, well, what do you have for me? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, like I don't know. This is like I feel like I'm doing drug deals. Like it was really sketchy. And so like I kind of got out of the whole thing. And then people would just send me stuff. Or like if somebody wanted something from me, I'd be like, I would just be like, send me whatever's good around you. Or like my dad travels, and I like to send him into beer stores. And I'm like, mm-hmm. go and get me some stuff. Or Ooh, my idea. sister's. I'm really excited. My sister's boyfriend is from vermont and she is heading up there as we speak and i'm like please bring me back some foam brewery come on but um yeah i don't know i just not a fan yeah yeah i I agree i tried untapped for like a second and then you know you go to a bar and you have like three beers and all of a sudden you see someone checking in a beer and like oh fuck i didn't check one in and you have to go through the trouble and like ah i'm not even gonna bother anymore yeah, I mean, my biggest thing is just so I can see if I like if I've had something before and if I liked it. If I don't remember, and then I look it up and say, "Ooh, I gave that a three point two. I'm like, I'm not getting that again. So it, it helps me weed out stuff I didn't like. I guess I am not the biggest thing. I also I also have um, things with that too because for a while I'd have a beer that I didn't like and then I wouldn't drink it again. But then I realized how different beers could taste, obviously with age, even when they're not supposed to be aged, or just the difference between can and draft. Yeah, um, yeah sometimes I will hate a beer in the can, and then on draft, I'm just like sucking it down. Right, and that's one of the biggest things problems we got with it is that uh, people don't rate like they should rate. Well, I guess people rate how they think they should rate, I guess. But most people don't rate the beer on the style. They just rate whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. And they might hate IPAs, so they drink an IPA and they give it a two-something. And it's yeah. a great IPA. They just don't like IPAs. So I it's kind of a skewed system. We've got to try and find something better. Oh, man, I just had an idea that I need to write down. <laughs> Sorry. But speaking of wine versus beer, um, Kayla, have you ever been to Homegrown Brew House here in town? No. Yeah, this place uh, downtown Somerville, it's uh, called Homegrown Brew House, and all he does is keep local South Carolina beer on tap. So he's got 40 taps, and it's all South Carolina beer. And um, he's getting ready to do an event at the Ponds out here in Somerville where they're going to pair, do a food pairing with beer and wine and try and show people that you don't always just have to pair wine with food. You can pair beer with food as well, right? I like that. Yeah, but I don't think it's at the Ponds. That's not the one at the Ponds? No, that's a 4th of July event. Oh, that's something different. Yeah. But he's doing that event. Yeah, but it's beer versus wine. So, yeah, is it that you can drink both, or do you pick beer or wine? No, it's going to be both. So he's partnering partnering up with um, Accent on Wine um, here in Somerville, not the one in Park Circle. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they're both going to get together, and he's going to pair the beer with the food, and then uh, Vinny from Accent on Wine is going to pair the wine. Oh, and they're going to do a comparison, see which one pairs better with food. And Caleb thinks it's beer, obviously. 
Yeah, beer is a better. Well, he has reasons because the carbonation. <laughs> I think beer your chemically. Palate. Yeah. Chemically, beer is meant to go with food better so than wine. I like well, getting. I, agree. I like getting drunk off wine more than beer. I do until the next day. Really? It's the exact opposite for me. I, you feel good the next day? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, I mean, you're amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel good getting drunk off beer the next day. <laughs> yeah, See, there's I, definitely a difference between everything, liquor, wine, and beer. Yeah. Uh, how do yeah. you feel the next morning? Screw vodka. Get that out of here. I'm um, a tequila girl. Tequila's good. Tequila's good. Yeah. Whiskey. Bourbon. Mm. I like rum, too. I can do tequila, but... <laughs> Whiskey and bourbon is my go-to. Just gonna keep naming things off. Yeah, <laughs> like also, rum, also like some gin that. sometimes. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. Vodka. No, I don't like any of that stuff. Just got a like a heavier body to it. It's not as. That, that's why I was saying lactose in the beginning because it felt like it had like a thicker mouthfeel. Mouth yeah. Hmm. I know. Usually, well, when I have like dry hops, it's probably just the sediment from the hops and stuff. Just kind of thinking. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, the viscosity. Yeah, it's a good word. I mean, most people I mean, say I can barely say it, but, but whatever. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's it's very different. It's good though, and yeah, you know, we had some stuff from uh, actually from New England, from Connecticut. Um, same thing in Oak Road, you know, a lot of people bring in beers. They come on, come down from uh, the north and they bring beers and just hand them off at the brewery. So I've had stuff actually from New England. I've had stuff from here. I've had stuff from the West Coast that they claim is New England style. Now this is from Florida and it's it's all a little different. And oh, good point. I still say that the stuff I've had from Connecticut was the best so far. And I mean, it, I guess it makes sense. They're the ones that yeah. started it. It should be the best, but it's like a West Coast IPA. Tastes better coming out of San Diego for some reason. That makes sense. Yeah. In my brain. Yeah. Although. You need some sort of like South Coast IPA now. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Work on it. I wonder what we're. we're what, what's, I wonder what's most popular down here, style wise. I'd say probably like Pilsner Lager. It's just so hot. Yeah. I think. I mean, I think the ghost is, but that's still a niche. 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 Yeah. Market, but. For sure, the majority of people to come into the brewery say, oh, what do you got that tastes like uh, Bud Light or PBR? Yeah, or, I've seen a lot of people uh, do blondes. blondes. People like blondes. Yeah. Pilsner is a good idea, though. It's been so hot lately that you just you want something to Yeah, refresh. refreshing. Yeah. That's the problem with some of these like IPAs, Pale L's. I'm just like, oh, it's so hot outside. I don't want to drink that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then I get so, so hot so quick. Yeah, Very I'm good. excited to see. We haven't heard from Frothy yet, from Joey, what they're going to bring out to the festival, but be interesting to see what they bring out on a hot summer day. Yeah. Because I know Holy City is getting us uh, Paradise, you know, which is their session IPA, and uh, Wash Out Wheat. Should be a good summer. I like Paradise a lot. Okay. I don't think I've had Paradise. It's good. We haven't had it on the podcast yet, have we? No. Okay. Then I don't think I have. I'm excited. I'll try it there. What a good time. I wonder what Frothy will bring though. I don't know enough of what they, what their common beers are aside from Andale and Tides. If they bring the Pelican Pills, there's a good chance Ooh. I helped brew it. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think the one they have on tap right now is the one that was Pelican that I helped pills. with. 
That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it sounds like That's a good what one. Joey said. Yeah. I'm, I'm jealous. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like a party just brewing with. Joey, yeah, it's fun. I love Joey. He's such a good guy. He was really cool to learn from too. You know, he yeah. like was really like explaining things to me because it's so it's so weird wanting to learn how to brew because everyone has their own brewing style and some people it's just like maybe they're not talking so much and you're more observing and some people are explaining and it was really it was really cool brewing brewing with him we had a good time I felt like I learned a lot I just kind of like to keep my knowledge fresh so if I can just do it every couple months I'm happy yeah how often do you normally brew with people pretty much that much every couple months I had like plans to do more until the until the arm yeah it makes until the sense. arm break yeah there's a lot of can't lift those sacks of grain or really do anything <laughs> with the one arm yeah are you right-handed yeah i am thank okay. god yeah. but um but it's you really don't know how little you can do until it actually happens because it's like i can move it but just barely <clears throat> Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that is weird. It's it was weird when it first happened because it's a, it's a weird thing to not be able. They gave me a nerve block, so I couldn't feel anything after the surgery, and it's a weird thing to not be able to feel like you're touching it, but you have zero sensation. That's or like, weird. or the fact that I've gotten over it now, but the fact that I just don't even have full movement of my hand, like an everyday thing you take granted for. It's like, oh, yeah, be a good time to get more it's tattoos. Like, I know. Well, it's so funny because they cut through one, and it's like the one that I did get here. So luckily, my girl, I messaged her immediately. But it's like, what's life if you can't hit a bull by yourself? And I'm literally living that life right now. So, Damn. what do you do? Hmm. <laughs> Keep pushing Nothing. through. Yeah. Keep like a, what I was saying. Uh, if you don't have very good feeling in that arm, just go ahead and get it all tattooed up now. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm True. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think people that have more than one tattoo are put yeah, off by. Yeah, it's not the the pain's more the fun part. Yeah, <laughs> like, true. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I want to feel it, to feel something. How <laughs> creepy would that be if you're getting <laughs> tattooed so and you're weird. like? Okay, so actually, <laughs> I, I got um, I got a ta- I got this tattoo out in California, and um, so he did the line work. And then when he went to do the color and the shading, he, like, sprayed something. Um, I wish I need to reach out to him and ask him what it was because I've never even heard of it. But it numbed everything within, like, a fraction of an inch to wherever he'd already tattooed. So, like, I could barely, and it, like, complete numbness. Like, I wasn't feeling when he was doing everything except for, like, the middle of the leaves. And it was one of the weirdest sensations to just be like, Hmm. I can feel it, but I also can't feel it. Or, I, I mean, it must have just been like a lidocaine spray or something. I don't know. That's what I was thinking, too. But I, just, I don't know why, like... He said, it was funny, too, he had been, like, tattooing for a long time. It was, like, right on Haight-Ashbury. And he said he only used it on people that had, like, numerous tattoos because he feels like people that don't have a lot of tattoos need to feel the pain. Mm-hmm. Not the getting into it. I was, like, kind of like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I was glad I made the cut yeah. <laughs> to get the... Oh, it freaked me out, was. though. It was freaky. What the hell? That's weird. I have never heard of that before. I hadn't either. And he was also the first person that ever used <clears throat> Sanoderm on me. I don't know if anyone's used that on you for like the aftercare. It's some sort of medical grade healing thing and you don't take it off for seven days and you take it off and the tattoo's completely healed. There's no scabbing, nothing. Hmm. What? And my girl here in Charleston does do that. So Who? Uh, Betsy Butler. Oh, yes. I know her. She did. Um, She's the Lucasfilm certified. She did a lot of Kristen tattoos at Coastal. Uh-huh. I think where it's you, her. Where is she? She's at the Gilded Mermaid over on John's Island. 
or maybe Gilded not. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. So that's a, it's like a privately owned tattoo shop. She was at Roses and Ruins. Uh, that seems more what I was thinking. Yeah, and then she she just moved. I guess, yeah, we're looking for uh, some, some tattooists to come on. Yeah, so we're talking to a guy to over her. at uh, awesome. Blue Gorilla right now to try and get him on. But um, And we talked to a guy at Mystic Tiki that did mine. But we haven't booked anybody yet, so... It's so cool to see, because when I first moved here, it was like everyone told me, like, you do not get tattoos here. So for several years, I didn't get tattoos here. Oh, that's ridiculous. I can't yeah, stand good artists asshole everywhere. people say that. Yeah, but also, like, I could see, because the laws were later, and I was coming from Atlanta, where it was just like... Okay, yeah. It did take a long time. Yeah, it took a longer time here than Atlanta. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> so South it was, Carolina. Exactly, but I mean, just like here now, compared to, like, when I moved here, like, there's several artists, like, I want to get done by here. Um, and I couldn't say that like five years ago, so it's nice to have like, yeah. a little what bit was of options. Name? Betsy Butler. Betsy Butler. That's just it, a fun name. Yeah, that's very easy to remember. Mm-hmm. Betsy Butler. <laughs> it sounds like a tattooist. Tattoo artist. Does it? I mean, she is. I was thinking more like a magician, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Ooh, that's a good magician name. Right. Betsy Butler. I can see it in, in the attire and magic happening. <clears throat> like the illusionist. That's a good movie. That's a really good movie. A total it's a side weird track. movie. Yeah. What's the A? Is that for Atlanta? Yes, it's the Braves. I got it when Chipper okay. retired. Oh, I, thought I think I cursed okay. the team because we haven't done anything since. You can recognize the Atlanta Braves A. No, that's what I thought it was. Oh, my dad thought it was an Alabama A. <laughs> but I, And I was like, <laughs> sometimes he like says things about my tattoos. And I'm like, do you know who I am <laughs> like, at all? Because I went, to, I went to Auburn for a short time too. So it's just like, I mean... I don't know why he would have thought it was I mean, I put it together because I recognized the font on it, but also you said you were outside of Atlanta, so. Yep. Yeah. Is that everything right there? Um, I've got a couple others strategically placed. Mm -hmm. There was a time in my life where, like, I didn't want to have them to be shown because I didn't know what kind of job I'd have, and now I figured any job that I kind of will have is one that probably won't care if I have tattoos on my arm. True. Totally understand that. Yeah. The moment I left the law firm that I was working at, I got my fingers tattooed so that I would never go back to a job. <laughs> never go back to <laughs> it again. And that'll do it. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a good idea and a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> but I stand by it. It's so easy, I think, to get comfortable in like a 95 job if you can survive and tolerate what you're doing with the consistent income. And, but just... I, yeah, I feel like do it. after years, eventually you're going to just start banging your head up against a mirror. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I gotta go do something. I'd and rather I like. I don't want to get trapped. I'd rather wonder where my next meal is coming from than sit there with a consistent schedule, and have to sit down. Like I, when I worked in an office, I was smoking cigarettes only so I could take a break every hour and like get up and go outside. Right. And then I quit. And I was like, well, now I can't get up and go outside, so I guess you just got to quit the job. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I like was, your reasoning, too. That was good. Yeah, that's very Yeah. Perfect. It's just funny how that works, because, you know, like, you smoke cigarettes. It's like no one questions if you have to go outside for five minutes. So it's yeah. like sometimes I'm like, should I just pretend that I'm going outside to smoke a cigarette? Just mess around on my phone? <laughs> yeah, when I quit smoking, I got so cynical of all the people that, that yeah, got like to how take many breaks minutes all day. Yeah, how many minutes are you going to take? Exactly. Yeah. One of those things. Yeah, I do that even at home. Got a paint and freelance graphic design and whatnot. And I still smoke cigarettes. But and I'll try not to take a break because, like, the one moment you just kind of sit back and you're staring, you're like, oh, I have no thoughts for like mm-hmm. two seconds. I'm like, I could go smoke. I'm like, no, idiot. Focus. Yeah. Get, get more work done. Earn it. So, plus, you know, I fucking. I'm one of those people that 
hates on himself every time he smokes. I don't like the fact that I do, but at the same time, after a few <laughs> beers, I do like the fact that I do. Yeah. It's a stupid thing. Yeah, I'll never go back to it. Good man. Don't do it. Every so often I pick one up and I take two puffs and I'm like, this is awful. Oh, yeah. That's good. But if you fight through it, it gets good again. <laughs> That's the bad part. Yeah. You got in that moment just be like, no. I don't know. <laughs> and then I'll hug someone that like just smoked and I'm like, I don't want to smell like that. That's good yeah. too. That's good too. <laughs> so many good things. I made it a couple months. It seems to be the longest I've been able to survive. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough battle. Tobacco is good. Yeah. My grandfather used to grow it. It's in my blood. Oh, there you go. It's understandable. <laughs> oh, there we go. I rationalize it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I rationalize my coffee drinking. Like, oh, I'm Colombian. It's pretty much 50% of my blood. <laughs> I don't even try to rationalize that. I just drink away. I know. Mm. I've, it's a couple of people at DAPS are like, oh, we're just lowering our coffee intake. We're going to drink some tea. And I'm like, why would you even? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. You would. Yeah, people make a big deal about it. I don't know why. Tea has, like, more caffeine than coffee does. So I don't know why. Yeah, some of it does, yeah. I don't know. And they're both supposedly good for you. I mean, if you look at any of the centurions I mean, that uh, live in all these blue zones and whatever, South America is one of them, uh, Central America, mm-hmm. they drink a lot of coffee and a lot of tea. It's very beneficial, it seems like, mm-hmm. for longevity. You get the other one? Yep. So you said... You'd love to pour beer again. How come you don't, uh, I mean, there's no place you can go and just pour beer? I mean, there is. It's just elbow, timing issue. Yeah, well, the elbow now. And it's just, just because I do I do work for, like, several people. It's uh, Actually, I was supposed to be pouring at Cooper River, um, helping out there the day that I broke my elbow. So that was pretty unfortunate because when I when the fall happened, I thought that I was just going to go to the hospital. They were going to slap a cast on me and I'd be at work the next day. But I had to have surgery. So I actually was going to go get back into it. And then this happened. So opportunities are there. Just haven't done it. That's understandable. I mean, in the situation where you have to switch things up, it makes sense that even then you can get busy with other things. Yeah. So, no. so yeah. you're kind of on call at... Yeah, the there's a majority there, of places. Yeah, there's. Town? I mean, there's like I've got friends that work at a couple of breweries, and I'm like, hey, if you're in a pinch one day, and I can help out. I'll help out. I've got the got the beer pouring experience. That's for sure. Yeah, and you know enough. I mean, hell, you've already brewed. Yeah, I just like talking about it. Yeah, one of the main reasons you're here. Today. <laughs> I'm just having a good time looking up stuff. Oh man, you're the off beer. today. Let's see if I can find it before you again. <laughs> yeah. See if I can put like a clock and who can do it faster. It's a a Berliner Weiss with boysenberries, black currants. This is snozberries, tastes like snozberries. So I'm pretty excited to try this beer. That's a brewery out of Atlanta area. Um, Yeah, Sandy Springs. I have not been there. I haven't had anything from there, but I've heard so much about this beer and um, reached out to a friend of mine there and was lucky enough for him to have a couple. Nice. Extra cans to send me, but yeah, I really, I really enjoy Berliners. Yeah, so it's Berliner Vice with flaked Sour. rye, aged on two pounds per gallon of boysenberries, black currants, and finished with Madagascar vanilla oh, and milk sugar. I need to film this. Yeah, I like the label. It's colorful. It's enticing. <clears throat> Plus, they did really a little Wonka references. A little water ripple in the logo here, which is really neat. 
Oh my god, is that what Snozberry's from? Is Willy Wonka? Yeah. yeah. That's like the, the literally the exact quote. Snozberry's tastes like Snozberry's. Doing with my life. For some reason, I thought it was like Seinfeld. I don't know. <laughs> it's a huge difference. You're definitely <laughs> right about that one. Oh man, look at that color. Oh, it looks so thick. It does. It looks kind of thick. I mean, it says that on there, right? Fruity, creamy, mm. and tart. What it says on there. That's beautiful. It is. It almost looks like we're drinking blood. Oh, it does. That's creepy. I like it. Yeah, it's like that. uh, Well, the blackberry one we did last night from Edmund's Oast had a really good color, too. Top you off. It did. You're right. Yeah. But I think this is even better looking. That strawberry short shake that Low Tide did was the craziest, though. I wanted to try that so bad. I um, I walk dogs too. when I have a good arm, and there's a dog that I walk <laughs> like on John's Island, right near there, and I just I never they'd run out by the time I went over there to check it out. But I wanted to try. You do it. like uh, Rover.com or whatever. Um, uh, Wag, but yeah, same, same thing. Yeah, same sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, because I was obsessed with the strawberry beer that Holy City did was so good i don't know how you make something taste like there's pulp in it when there's clearly no pulp like right. it was amazing oh short shake has strawberry pulp in yeah it. strawberry beards forever i think is what it was called strawberry. oh that's a good name yeah if you like beetles <laughs> this smells delicious it's like a exactly what it said hmm. creamy thick it's, tart you remember yeah. grandma's house when she would have mm. Those little like cream, berry, or candies. Berries and cream. Yeah, that's what it smells like. It does. I like the little swirly ones. Yes. Oh my, it tastes exactly like that. Oh. That's very oh. good. So I like the amount of carbonation it's got too. It's that's like, really good. Yeah. Atlanta's got some great stuff coming out. Like they switched that law last year. The they had this law breweries it's you had to buy a tour in order to drink beer there you couldn't just buy beers <clears throat> yeah i know it's even more backwards than here and um once they kind of lifted that last september it's like they've opened more and everyone's doing cooler stuff well, where is sandy springs i love that uh like i don't know how to explain it to somebody that doesn't that doesn't isn't from atlanta but it's off right. so it's a little bit north um still inside the perimeter but Atlanta. Atlanta's just so big and spread out. It's yeah, technically Atlanta. But yeah. This is so the first thing I've had from them. I've been to Music Midtown. That little general area. Okay, yeah. Is, Midtown? Yeah. <laughs> of course. And there's um, close to... Is, is the Coke Factory part of Midtown? Yes. Yeah, well that's all I've got. I only okay, have yeah. that, that general area is all I know about Atlanta. Right. Yeah, it says uh, part of the Atlanta metropolitan area. Population of 93,000 or 94,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So it's a big place. Never heard of it. This place. is a solid reason to go check them out. <clears throat> yeah, I go to this brewery for sure. That's delicious. Thank you for bringing that. Of course. Absolutely. Happy to share. It's hard to crush these 16 ounces by yourself. Yeah, uh-huh. I can see that. No, I can't see that at all. <laughs> no? I could drink that in a heartbeat by myself. 
<laughs> yeah, but you don't absolutely. always know that going into the can. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Sometimes I'm, and then I hate, like, as I hate pouring out beer, even if it's just crap. I'm like, why can't I give this to someone that doesn't know it's crap, you yeah. know? <laughs> There's been very few beers that I've poured out. What you I look in your eye when you said that, and it's like, I could drink this easy by myself. Yeah. You're just like, fucking challenge me. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this, uh, they got a cool website too. Yeah. Something with otters. They do, they've got some otters on the front page here and a turtle. Some what? Clowns. Yeah, it's like a weird. Like the very first picture they got right here is. Oh, that is weird. That guys. is really cool, though. Yeah. Not what I expected. I don't know what, that, uh, what that's all about. I don't know. I'll have to go have ask to, them. You have to go to the brewery and ask them, yeah. I've always dreamed of having like a beer cooler like in your own house. You open up like a refrigerator and it's just fucking covered in like all different kinds of beer. Pretty much my fridge. Oh, we, don't I, have, was, we don't have food in our fridge. It's I knew really that sad. was going to be the case. I could just feel it. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Have you taken a picture and posted it of just like your fridge with all the different stuff in there? No. So my fridge is in like a really bad spot for photos. Cause I've tried sometimes because sometimes it's like, well, my roommate and I'll have some people over and like everyone just bringing stuff and everything gets left. And I'm just like, this is this is insanity. Somebody needs to document this, but it's just too much of a pain to do. I understand. And then people are like, oh, hey, when are you opening that? Can I come over? I'm like, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you. You don't make the cut. <laughs> yeah. For $10, you can come enjoy this with me. Start charging your friends to drink all the beer with you. No? No. This makes me a terrible person. Yeah. Okay. When did you start your Instagram again? When did you say that? So, well, it was, it was my personal Instagram that I've had since, like, the beginning of Instagram. And I kind of turned it into, like beer themed I started doing it like a year and a half ago and maybe full time like or like full content a little little less than a year ago yeah neat but yeah it's fun I like doing it there's some days I'm like I never want to post a picture again but for the most time I like it it's fun it's cool getting to interact with uh, different people in the beer community like all over the country like there's a lot of like different like Instagram girls and it's cool because you can go like travel places like hey like tell me where to go what to do fun yeah that's a good benefit yeah it's just like i don't know it's just a really encouraging great community yeah we're still trying to build ours yeah get it to be as cool as yours dude it's i mean it's all about like hashtags and tagging people is like douchey as that sounds i used like i was like one of those people who are like oh hashtags they're for kids what are they i don't get them blah 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 and then it's like i started using hashtags and it's just like followers 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 it's how you can find and it's cool too because i don't know if you guys have this when you um when you link your Instagram to like the Facebook account, it turns into a business account. You can like get insights onto yeah. how people are finding your posts. Like, are they finding them from hashtags or the explore page or like from following you and kind of where your follower base is? It's, have we looked at that? I mean, I know I haven't. I say we. Have you looked at that? Oh, yeah. I look yeah. at all the analytics. Yeah. I like seeing the numbers. I don't like math, but I like seeing I was going to say, for someone who doesn't like math, you just throw out the word analytics pretty quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I can can do the basic additions. You know, when you're looking at where things are coming in and how you need to hit people, I feel like it's more marketing than me trying to figure out distance uh, or the amount of weight that you need of bacon to meet half a pound. (laughs) That's too much. Maybe I just need to eat more bacon. I don't know. Definitely more than four pieces. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's not even a breakfast. I just got shit. 
She didn't even make any show of Leia. I'm sure she was. Oh yeah, she pissed. was sitting right next to me, smelling like it's burning. Give it to me. Feed me some of that bacon. Yeah. No, Leia. That's great. I don't. Know. Do you have carpet or hardwood floors in no, your house? No, we have hardwood. Thank God. Is your dog? Because Leia will sit down, and because of the towel, her legs just slowly start spreading out, and eventually <laughs> she's like in this really weird like frog stance. Yeah, Chewie does like the seal pose. Yeah. He's like out on the ground like this. Yeah. It's like a big, it's so funny. Big polar biscuit. He's so cute. Polar biscuit. I'll write that down too. Polar biscuit. That's kind of like uh, fluffy otter. Oh, hey, yeah. You get a thing with Fla- I don't know what it is. Puffed, toasty, snuggable. I've never seen a beer described as snuggable. Yeah. Me either. I'm this is their whole... Uh, Dude, otters are... Serious series. So hot right now. They're mean. No, they're not. Are they really? When was the last time you, like, hung out with an otter? Never. But they're mean <laughs> to... The male otters are mean to female otters. Well, you could say I mean, that about a lot of species. You're right. But, like, how many species, like, rape and... Kill them and I carry mean, I them around. I think that's a lot of animal species, though. Necrophilia. Okay, are you sure otters do that? One hundred percent. Where did you learn it? Science. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was watching some like I don't think it was Nat Geo, but it was like it's National Otter Day. People love otters. Here's what you don't know about otters. That just sounds like a really mean company to just be bashing otters for I no know. reason. It ruins <laughs> poor kids. That's like the. Reason I went to the Charleston Aquarium was to see the otters when I went. That's I, love that. I love they're just so cute. Yeah, they splash dude. around. They like they hold hands when they sleep, so they don't float away. And you're telling me that the guys are mean to the girls? No way. You know, they're obviously different kinds of otters. Maybe it's a specific kind, and they're yeah, like generalizing the to ruin my day. Cute holding hand otters. <laughs> I've been ruining people's visions of otters since I read I'm, that. I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not. <clears throat> I need to. I need to reel it into research. You need to research. figure out what species I need a fact checker in my life <laughs> do so easy to believe <laughs> ddh i'm trying to write down these beers so i don't forget them. i know DDH camo i mean we have the cans <clears throat> i know but i couldn't even see what the hell do you do anything with cans them. you save them put them on display i have so many bottles <laughs> and i don't like i have so many grand plans for them but who like actually gets around to them right so i stopped i stopped collecting them I was going to say. Because I figure if there's anything I really want, I could probably get it. True. I do keep, like, I do keep, if there's, like, Star Wars beers or Harry Potter-themed beers, I do keep those and don't, like, I'll get one to, like, open and drink, and then I have one that, like, not open and drink. Let's bring this back. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Potter-themed beers? Okay. Aside from the two that you can get in Harry Potter world? Okay, so Central State Brewery. I need to write these motherfucking ships down. Yeah, I have a, it wouldn't be any good, but I have a can of it. They do polyjuice potion, and so the label is just like white with like the Death Eater sign. It's you said Central State. Yeah, Central State. Called polyjuice potion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where's that? In Georgia as well. No, it's in Indiana. And I can Makes order sense, it. Central. Can I buy it? Have it shipped to me? They had. They were selling it here. It's just um. Oh, shut the fuck up. That was earlier. No. I don't know if you could maybe find like a shelf turd or two. Shelf turd? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was a... You know, that just totally did not make it appealing at all. But it's Harry Potter related, and I have to drink it. Shelf turd. It's just, you know, a beer that's been there past its prime. Yeah. But then I don't... I don't want to drink it. I mean... You, have you been to Harry Potter World? No, I want to go so You bad. still haven't been? No, because I feel like I need to go when I can, like, 
have a private tour. <laughs> I don't like people or children. Well, you can <laughs> pick the right the right time. So you need to go in like February. February would probably be a good time to go. Or December twenty fourth. My birthday. Is it really? I know it's awful. December twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. That was my my grandmother was on Christmas Day actually. So yeah, actually day. that's perfect because uh, a couple years ago I went there with my family. It's pretty big. Um, I went to Disney one time on December twenty fourth <laughs> and it was pretty busy. Yeah, screw Disney. <laughs> it was before there was a Harry Potter. In a world. competition, the Universal Disney can eat it. <clears throat> Universal is my jam. But I've been since high school to either. Christmas Day was a nightmare. Christmas Eve and the day before, not bad. In fact, Christmas Eve was practically dead. Really? But we also stayed in uh, the resort. So if you do it, I suggest getting a, like a Cabana Bay resort. Because you get a really? shuffle every 15 minutes back and forth. Oh, nice. I think a friend of mine has like a timeshare down there. But it could be. Just do that then. Maybe a little adventure for my birthday. You've got to go. If you like Harry <clears throat> Potter, you've got to go. I don't like Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. All right, then. I just... Okay. Uh, we're going to have a hard time getting to Central State, but it's in, in, in Indianapolis, Indiana. They get the beer here. It is distributed through Rafa, and they will be at the Funk, Funk Collective. Collective. Yes. I'm trying to find yeah. a picture of this. Beer Central for you. State is building a 100% Brett Brewery concept in order to find the edges of a new frontier in craft brewing. Oh, that's pretty cool. The science on Brett is growing, but it's still unpredictable and underutilized. So, oh, that's wicked. Yeah, it's really cool. They did it with like a, in collaboration. With an arcade bar up there, it's pretty cool. What a great dark mark too. Mm-hmm. That's fucking awesome. Mm. I own <laughs> like doubles of every book, and I have a fourth, fifth, and sixth on Audible. Audible. I just finished the fifth one last night. There's, you've never seen. There's like I've seen a couple of Harry That's Potter the beers. Juice when you're talking about. Yeah, Apologies Potion, and then I saw somebody oh. else did like Hazy Potter. And it was in the can was really cool. It was just like black, and then it was like the Harry Potter uh, font that said Hazy Potter. That's awesome. Yeah, there's been a couple. No, I've never seen there's some any cool of those. stuff out there. It's I really, I really get into like the can art and labels and stuff on some stuff. There was a brewery out in California that did one that looked exactly like Lacroix, and I'm like, how do these people not get sued? Okay, so I saw <laughs> that post, and I thought it was. Yeah, I know it that. looks just like Lacroix. It's crazy. Yeah, but was it like, was not. It was that's beer. not beer. I didn't click on the picture though. Yeah. That's fascinating. I had no idea. Big Harry Potter fan. I mean, I've got... I didn't either. The Fort Angela here, Hagrid's Hut, Hogwarts here. I, knew, I see. I knew that's what I saw. I have I had my Leaping Toad stools, but they got cut through. Because Betsy Butler, she um, she loves Harry Potter, so... That's awesome. trusted her very much with my Harry Potter tattoo. It's better when it's a fan <laughs> it's, doing Yeah, it. exactly. It's more passion in there. Maybe she really is a magician. She probably is. A wizard, at least. Yeah, so that's cool. I am down for that. You excited <laughs> for the new movie? For sure. Oh, it looks so good. It does. <clears throat> looks so good. I want to know how Dumbledore got so much gray hair. Because Luca... What's the guy who's playing him? No, it's not Luke. Is it Luke? I don't know. I've seen the movies, but I, I'm not... Have you seen Fantastic Beasts? i into it. No, I didn't see that. Well, that's what we're talking about right here, man. It's the second one. And it's got... Uh, Johnny Depp is in it, and it has, his name is Commander of the movie, uh, Redmayne? Not Redmayne. It doesn't matter. But I'm excited. But they were talking about the timeline of that movie in retrospect to when Dumbledore goes and talks to Tom Riddle for the first time. Mm-hmm. He has gray hair. 
when he talks to Tom Riddle as a kid, and it's only like, I think it's what they said, like 10 years time frame difference in the universe. And the guy that is Dumbledore just has like a brown beard. And they're like, how do you go from brown, luscious beard to like. And like spells gone <coughs> wrong. All, all, all gray. And that's what I was wondering. I'm, I'm sure it was a spell gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. He has a wake up one day. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Half my beard is gray. <laughs> I found my first white hair a couple weeks ago. Somebody else found it for me, actually. That's the worst? They were, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I thought I didn't have it, or I thought that maybe, <laughs> like, if I just kept dyeing my hair blue, I wouldn't notice that I had it. And someone was like, oh, I see one. I was like, what? I thought they were kidding. They pulled it out. They were not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. I was like, you did not see that. Yeah. They're just part, part of your colors. It's easier to dye. Unicorn hair. I know. There see? That's like the pros. I look forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I even want to know who that is. Can you look up who's playing Dumbledore in this movie? Because he was in Repo Men. He was uh, Watson and Sherlock Holmes. Where's your phone, man? I put it on the ground because I was getting text messages. It was annoying me. I don't even know what to look up. Fantastic Beasts. I got yeah. you, man. Don't worry IMDb. about it. IMDb. Come on. She's going to be just first. I can feel it. I don't know. She's good. I've got she's good with the phone. I've got sprint. That's true, and you're not on Griswold. Crimes of Griswold or Gr- 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 Grindelwald. Yeah. It is uh, Eddie Redmayne, so he's Newt Scamander. But damn it, I just found it like seconds after you. No, but I was talking about Jude Law. Jude Law is when I was playing Dumbledore, and he's very young looking. He doesn't look what? like what? You didn't know that? No. Oh yeah. Oh god, no. Oh well. Oh, whoa. I don't like it at all. Oh come on. <laughs> you ha- have you not seen the trailer? No, I don't like trailers. Oh, I like that. That's okay, cool. I, I, try no, not to... I like trailers to bad movies. I don't like watching like Star Wars trailers or Harry Potter trailers. Because, they give away so much. Yeah, they give away or like I just draw my own conclusions. I like watching trailers of movies that are going to be horrible. Because I think it's magic how these trailer people make the movies look so good. <laughs> it's usually different companies that actually make the trailer versus edit the movie. Yeah, well, which I find we interesting. Probably use the same company. Maybe this movie would be better. <laughs> There's some dude that made a whole horror movie on an iPhone the other day, and it came out. The whole thing is just shot on an iPhone. It seemed pretty scary when I was listening to the audio. I was listening to Joe Rogan. That's the only reason I know that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you don't like Jude Law? What the heck? I don't, I don't. I don't know if I like him as Dumbledore. Like he's right. a fine. He's a fine person in like the Holiday or those like other like romantic comedies. But it's like that shouldn't be a person playing Dumbledore. Yeah, I've liked him in about fifty percent of stuff he's done. Interesting. He's not like my go-to. I, I wouldn't go see him in anything. It would have to be something. I'd love specific. Jude Law, we're best friends. We hang out all the time. <laughs> yeah. At least once. Every few months, you know, we just shoot the shit. Don't tell talking shit. Yeah. Oh, I'll let him know. He'll come <laughs> to your house. He'll say something. I could see him playing the Dumbledore really that good. matches with the actor that they replaced the other guy with. Because he seems more of that kind of temperament. It's like the the second Dumbledore was very hot-headed, more boisterous than the first one. Well, I mean, imagine what he's going through. He's trying to find the whole cruxes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was the actor, just like Dumbledore just got more hot-headed in his older age. Maybe. Just tired of He knew fighting. he was going to have to kill Harry. Oh, man. Spoiler, Brian. You probably didn't know this, did you? <laughs> no, I know all this. <laughs> My kids are very big into it. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. For sure. Makes them like your kids more. Yeah. They've read the books and all the movies. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm plugging stuff over here. 
We're going to have to send you outside. <clears throat> right. I'm going to she's, unplug she's, everything. She's sitting right out there. Are you sure? Oh, I'm positive. <laughs> well, maybe not. Tommy came home, so she could be down. Yeah. Hanging out with Tommy. I don't know. Well, I'm kind of running out of shit to say. Where are we at? We're getting close to wrapping it up. Is there anything you wanted to hit, touch on? Did you have any preconceived no, ideas? No, this is fine. Just, if there's any ladies in the Charleston area that want to get in on this Pink Boots thing, just go on the website. It's pinkbootssociety.org. Sign up. Um, and when it asks what chapter you want to join, you don't pick, don't pick one yet. Um because it's not up there until we have like the first five so hopefully it'll be up in the next couple of days but if you have any questions you can reach out to me on instagram it's beer girl meets world or beer girl dot meets world at gmail.com there you go i can help you out with that if you have any questions and i think so the requirements are um women in the beer industry and it can be like part-time as long as 25 percent of your income comes from beer industry women thinking about opening a brewery or women that are currently trying to get more educated in the beer world so that's cool yeah if you have any questions feel free to reach out love to have as many women as possible because i'd love to see way more women in the beer industry here in charleston yeah for sure absolutely could use a woman's touch well (laughs) yeah absolutely it does and i i mean i've seen it grow already just since i've been back in town what four years i guess you know we've gone from like 11 breweries to what 26 27 now Mm -hmm. And I've seen, just when I go out and about to the breweries, I mean, it's at least 50% of women, I think, at this point. I mean, there's a lot more women drinking beer. Yeah. When I worked at Lowe's for a little bit, we had a lot of female bartenders there, or beer, whatever the way you want to call them, beer servers. There's a lot of old-ass men that are like, I didn't expect to see women over here. I'm like, get over yourself, old stinky yeah, man. Yeah, but it's like, you know, girls can do more than just serve beer and flirt. We, nope. can do, we can do all the stuff in the back just as good as the boys. Yeah. It was just as fun to listen to her <laughs> just be like, all right, hold on. And then the girl would just like lay in all of her knowledge of beer and the guy would shut up looking like a fool. Yeah, that's like my favorite part of trying to date in this town when people like don't know what I do and like we'll go out and they're like, oh, like you should try this and they'll like spit out some like beer knowledge that is completely not factual. And I'm like, honey, <laughs> you don't know what I do, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's fun. Have them make an ass of themselves. Yep. Yeah. When I was out in Colorado Springs, went to that brass brewing company, and the, the head brewer there was a uh, female. She was very, very on top of it. She was phenomenal. Well, she was owner and head brewer, I think, of the brass brewing company, and she was phenomenal. Do we have any head female brewers in Charleston? Not that I know of. Not head brewers. I believe there is a brewery in Hilton Head, maybe, that has... Um, a female head brewer, because I think somebody did an article on it saying that there wasn't one, because 10L, who used to head brew at Palmetto, she was the only one in South Carolina for a while. Mm. And somebody put out an article saying there was none, and I think there it turned out there was. But we've definitely got some girls in the brew house. Um, <clears throat> Katie over at Cooper River just put out her first beer that she helped make. Um, it's a Saison. And then mm. Kate over at Palmetto helps them out brewing as well. So there's definitely, definitely women everywhere. I see yeah. them. I see them more and more in the back, and I love it. <clears throat> There's somebody at Tradesman, too, right? Didn't his wife help him brew? I don't know. We can get that guy out and ask him. Yeah. Kevin Kevin something. Right. Like, God, I got to get his last name. Eventually. It doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Wrapping up? Yes. Time to get time. I mean, what time are we at? 143. Yeah. 
It's good. We shoot for around 150 at this point. Sometimes we go over, depending on the equipment we got going on, but 150 is kind of our sweet spot at the moment. So. Thanks for the explanation. That's People good. like to know. You're right. What's going on? You do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anna, thank you so much for joining us thank and for guys. bringing beer. Yeah. The, yeah, the beer was phenomenal. Absolutely fantastic. Very good. I mean, of course, I was anytime. Perfect end on. Yeah, that was a good choice. I think that worked out well. Yeah. All right. Well, to you and everyone else, we'll talk to you soon. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, did you enjoy what you just listened to? Because I'm sure we would enjoy listening to you talk about how much you enjoyed listening to what we had to say. Was that confusing? Then leave a comment and tell us about it. Leave a review. Subscribe to our podcast. Like our videos. Yeah, I'm being a little petty. Right, because let's be honest. This is all about conversation. So have a conversation with us on what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy, what you liked, what you would like to see more of. Write a review. Yeah. Like Yelp. A lot of people use Yelp. Yeah. But write a review on iTunes or YouTube or like, subscribe, hit that thumbs up button. All of the things. Show your love.